podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode eight of Bag Check Podcast. Good morning. Uh, on today's episode, we're just going to kind of touch on what happened in the stock market the past two weeks. You may know, you may not know. There was um, a little bit of, of a dip, and we're just going to talk about why that happened. And before we do that, we're just going to look at our stocks from the stock challenge. All right, so looking at my stocks, I'm in last place right now. I'm not in a bad spot. Started at my portfolio was worth $226. Now I'm at $223.50. International paper lost a few dollars, but Zebra and Square Cash pretty much stayed the same. Dylan, you had a a good two weeks. Yeah, man. So I'm riding the wave of uh, Apple. Uh, It increased by $12, so it started at $160. Now it's at $172. And this is as a result of um, them offering huge dividends and their performance of this, the, the sales in the iPhone X and just basically various different uh, business operations that they plan on implementing in the future. Um, I saw like a, a 0.05% change in my stock, so I'm doing pretty well. Okay. So like Brian, I also lost three dollars. Um, so all my stocks pretty much stayed the same. I lost some money on Alibaba. Um, it probably has to do with the, the overall correction. Like following the the correction in the U.S. market, the Chinese markets dropped by like thirteen and fourteen percent as well. So that may have had an influence on consumers. But uh, I still have faith. So. Yeah. We'll see. We're going to bounce back. Dylan, Dylan had a fluke two weeks. <laughs> but um, so now we're going to get into the stock market. All right. So what's up with the stock market? So it's been a rough past two weeks. It started in, during the week of February 5th through the 9th. I know I checked my account. And just for about two or three days straight, uh, all my stocks were in the red. And everybody's been saying, like, is this a dip? Is it a crash? Is it a correction? All of that. So we're just going to kind of try to break that down. So let's start off with talking about a dip. Yeah, so a dip is like a a brief, very brief um, decline in the market. So... Like an example of a dip would be if the market went up 5% and then came down t- 2% over like the next few days or so. So that's ve- very regular. It happens all the time. So, but compared to a crash. Yeah, a crash is like a, a prolonged just down period. Everything's just going down. Like, usually requires some policy changes to fix uh, some. Uh, crashes that come to mind are the Great Depression, which occurred in 1929. The market lost 48% in less than two months. And then um, the Great Recession that happened in 2008 because of the housing market, that also that was also a big crash that uh, we we were alive to experience as well. And then a correction is basically when the stock market is facing a continual period of growth and basically the stock market is fluke so it has to correct it has to drop to correct itself and that's 
a correction is defined as a 10% drop in the market from a recent high. And a lot of people are saying that um, this last drop was uh, a correction. And mm -hmm. I read an article on Black Enterprise. Uh, they were saying pretty much the same thing. They were saying the last correction took place in the summer of 2015 and lasted into February 2016. So this is something that could potentially go on for a few months. Yeah, mm. but we like to clarify, a correction is nothing to panic. Right, um, right. Similar to a dip, it's normal, it happens. Mm. Um, any articles you see that are calling it a crash, it's probably just clickbait. Yeah, because this was a, a response to uh, what we kind of touched on the last episode. We were talking about um, the jobs report, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So yeah, I, I think one evident one piece of evidence that we could say that this is a, a correction and not a crash that is it's not it's no loom, looming danger right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're also saying that um, this correction is as a result of the inflation. Mm -hmm. So, so the. The market had been doing well for like the past year or so. Um, you know, you could go into your Acorns or your Robinhood account, and much of your stocks will were you know like overperforming and everything. And there was just basically no worries in the market. And so, when that plays a part, or like when that happens, there's a what is called inflation, which is basically an overvaluation of um, various different stocks, mm -hmm. and people tend to you know, get really scared about that because then that can ultimately lead up to like another crash or another dip. Yeah, so they sell their stocks pretty much. Right. Then uh, one thing that, say, uh, one of the main evidences of this correction was the Dow Jones, uh, which we touched on earlier in an early episode. And basically that's a collection of 30 of the largest top uh, heavy hitter stocks. Uh, some stocks that come to mind are Apple, Johnson and Johnson, McDonald's. And during that week, uh, February fifth through the ninth, everybody was just talking about how the Dow Jones was dropping and all these. And the Dow Jones dropped eighteen hundred points, which was the worst day for the stock market since August twenty eleven. Basically, a point is just a dollar amount. It's equal to $1. So if the Dow drops 1,800 points, that means the total value of McDonald's, Johnson Johnson, Apple, and all the, the other 27 stocks in the Dow combined, their uh, total value dropped 1,800 points. But one thing about the Dow is that it doesn't reflect the whole market just since it's so concentrated. It's those only 30 stocks. Um, something better to watch than the Dow would be the S&P 500 because it's just a better reflection of the overall market. Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting that like with the with the Dow for example how it tracks the, the value of stocks. But like from an investor perspective, it's not the actual value of like the machine behind the company. So like mm -hmm. the company is still the same. Right, right. But so it's like you can still get the same company but at a bargain price now. Right. Which is why people say that in this situation, during a correction, that would be the best time to buy because you're still getting that same company, the same leadership, the mm. same results, but at a better price. Yeah, you found that that quote from Warren Buffett that was pretty interesting. Yeah, Warren Buffett said, um, when I see a, a store I like is having a sale, that means I should uh, go and buy the things that I like from that store. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's one, that's one way we could look at this, like, 
something like these dips or corrections when there's no looming danger like if we don't think it's about to be a recession you could just look at it as these stocks are like on clearance so if you've been watching the stock that you want to buy you know that's something that you could take advantage of and um I know this is for some of our listeners that started investing when we first started this show. This might be your first time experiencing like a dip or correction like this and like a common mistake that happens during this time period when you first start investing and you see everything going down and you want to sell Mm -hmm. just immediately. And that's just one way to guarantee your losses. Yes. So that right. panic is so real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so real that Acorns even released yeah. like a little notification trying yeah. to reassure everybody. Yeah. <laughs> just this, and basically what they said, if if you didn't see, it, is just that the stock market. If you look at it historically, it just goes down, and then when every time it goes down, it goes higher than it previously its previous peak was. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. So have you been eyeing any of the heavy hitters? Any of those stocks that are usually a lot of money, I would say. Mm-hmm. Would I mean, but time. everything, well, not everything, but I know my portfolio is it, it's back now to mm-hmm. where it was. But I think this may continue for a couple more months. Yeah. That's a good question, though, because I don't think Amazon was hurt by this yeah. little correction at all. Yeah. Like I think it continued look- its rise. Yeah, I mean... It's mainly like the I feel like the smaller stocks it hits the most, yeah. but like uh, I mean Apple it, it went down for a brief like like a brief yeah like a mm-hmm. brief couple of days and then it just bounced back yeah so and Netflix went down as well mm-hmm. but the last correction lasted from the summer to the of 2015 until February 2016 yeah so, so yeah this could go on for a couple of months potentially did any of you take uh, advantage of this clearance? Uh, I just, like I told y'all that I got the MJX, the uh, marijuana ETF, but it wasn't really like an on-sale type of thing. Yeah. Okay. I just got it to get it. Yeah, I have not taken advantage yet. I know Me I texted either. both of y'all, like, <laughs> what do you think about this stock? Yeah. No, not yet. I mean, I was looking at a few, but I didn't really, I didn't really capitalize like that. Yeah, and honestly, it happened so quickly. Like, yeah. By the was, time I had it, like, was just settled, like, it came back up. Yeah, it was yeah. just like a three-day period. So if you were just like, oh, wait until... Because it was, I think it started on Monday. It was like a Monday through Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So if you just like, oh, wait until payday, mm-hmm. you know? And it takes exactly. about three to five days for the transaction to even take place yeah. in Robinhood. So we wouldn't have been able to... Huh? Like a transfer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, transfer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So... So, yeah, I did not get a chance to take advantage. I'm pretty upset about it, though. Did you have anything <laughs> that you were, like, looking at? Um, I wanted to put more into Square. I mm. wanted to get some Netflix, mm. which I think is... Definitely they're both, Netflix. like, solid moving forward. Yeah. I'm so mad I didn't buy Netflix. Dude, like, I wanted Tesla you know, after that successful launch. Did they, did they drop a little bit? A little. But I thought whatever SpaceX does, it has nothing to do with Tesla, though. It doesn't, but they launched a Tesla in space. So it's so you like maybe indirectly. Oh, okay. That's like Tesla mm-hmm. hype right there. Because <laughs> yeah, people they're always gonna associate Elon Musk's name with Tesla. Mm-hmm. Like Right. Just Remember like I was that. telling you guys about like how um like all of these like ignorant investors were thinking that oh because SpaceX launched this missile or this rocket into space that Tesla mm-hmm. was gonna go up. But they're yeah. two separate entities. But the thing is if SpaceX never goes public, mm-hmm. which 
last they asked Elon if it would go public, he was like, no, like, I'm not concerned with making money off of this. I don't think you can make something like that public. Because then it would just be another NASA at that point, right? Kind of, sort of. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you have a lot of regulation at that point. Yeah. So A lot of stakeholders. He wouldn't have too. the freedom to do what he's doing and yeah. be innovative. But it's like, until SpaceX goes public, that's how we measure Elon Musk, like, like his success. Yeah, Tesla, pretty yeah. much. But then they say he was he's trying to step away from Tesla too. Mm-hmm. So. And Tesla's still struggling with their productions no matter, yeah. you know, what he's doing with SpaceX. So mm-hmm. he's focused on so much. And they also said um D C just approved him for the hyperloop. Really? Yeah. So I don't think if wow. they like approve like, hey you can build it, but it's like maybe some testing is gonna go on. Okay. So that should be interesting. Cause they've been doing that like in LA right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's like, are you guys aware of any companies that work like on the technology for like SpaceX and stuff like that that people could potentially could invest in? Not that I know of. I'd have to look into it. I'm not, but that's a good question. Like who does like the tunnels or the batteries or the machinery that's necessary for them to do what they do? That's a good question. That would definitely be something to look into. Maybe all of that is in house. Like maybe there's no way SpaceX. Yeah, that's there's true. No way. <laughs> yeah. But do you think that SpaceX will compete with like the Boeing's and Lockheed's of the world in the future, or do you think it'll be more like a specialty? Hey, let's send rich people to the moon. I think they may be giving them a run for their money at this point. Like, but they have that one rocket that. It, it travels like it's for it's supposed to be for like continent to continent type stuff not just space oh so it's faster than like yeah, let's say yeah. a plane yeah yeah it's like I, I think I showed you um, it's supposed to, not 30 I think it was like something from like either like to New York or China or how something high does like it go that. up in the air like I'm not sure to like, the atmosphere or like it <laughs> yeah I'm not sure hmm. but yeah I know he's like he's really like testing the waters on a like on travel, like with the Hyperloop, mm-hmm. and the semi trucks, and yeah, all that. Definitely oh, make the that are going to change the game for real. Yeah. They were saying companies already started putting out orders for the semis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely that stock. That's Tesla, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. That stock is definitely well. No, yeah, Tesla. Yeah, that stock is definitely going to keep continue to grow over the next few years. They just have to figure out their production. Yeah, which I'm sure they will because yeah. it's not like. I don't see them going anywhere. Because you could put orders in all day, but if you can't produce them and meet the orders, then mm-hmm. you're kind of screwed. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another stock I'm uh, watching out for is Verizon. What is that? With the whole 5G about to drop. Oh, yeah. They're, like, but, leading, um, leading that. Verizon, their, their 5G focus initially is for homes, whereas AT&T is for uh, mobile phones. Hmm. But wouldn't you need the hardware inside of the phones to be able to? But they're working on it right now. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. would they have to partner up with like Apple or something? I'm just trying to think of like. I'm not sure. How could that affect the stocks of these various technology companies? I'm not sure, but. Okay. Whoever makes the chips. Right. Just have to be produced on a wide scale, but I'm thinking like, Verizon or AT and T, like mobile phones versus home routers and mm-hmm. infrastructure yeah I'm trying to think which one I think would do better in the, like, I mean but future. I think I think for the homes it would probably be more important because 5G is way more powerful than just 
faster like texting mm-hmm. calling and stuff like that like I saw an article um, on CNN they were just basically talking about like how 5G could power like a robot like across the country like you could uh, a surgeon could control a robot to do a surgery across the country with 5G mm-hmm. like that's how powerful it's oh, potentially wow. going to be yeah, so it's it's mainly for like yeah. I think that's really going to take like VR and augmented reality stuff to so the next level is that because currently we're on 4G, 4G LTE yeah mm-hmm. so like that is because I, I remember like before I thought we were like it was 3G and then we got to 4G and then now it's 4G LTE is that like two separate things or yeah, no 4G and LTE is the same thing. it's the same yeah. thing yeah okay yeah, 5G is supposed to be, like, the next The next thing. wave, huh? Yeah, but it's, it's it's like... So, what do our home riders currently run on? Like, how fast are, are like, our typical Verizon, Fios home riders? Mine is... I might have 5G right now, too. I think. But, like, it could do way more than that, like, with all the robots and stuff like that. Like, it's really for inf- infrastructure for that. It just another big thing was with that though is they have to get like the towers like that'll be expensive produced. yeah oh yeah yeah so <laughs> another thing we could look at is uh companies that do like tower uh, infrastructure networks like and the stuff updating like and the mm-hmm. mm-hmm we're just getting them built in the first place oh okay because it's gonna take a lot to uh, maintain that system yeah pretty much because I was thinking maybe they would just use the existing towers and no. just update them. But you could be right. Yeah, so it's it's a lot. It's a lot to look forward to. Big time. Yeah, I need to like stay away from the tech stocks for a while. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's so hard not to though. So like. hard. But it's. Have y'all been looking at any other industries lately? Uh, I know Dylan's like the energy guy. Yeah. Uh, I like energy too. I have uh, I have two cannabis ones. What's the other one? Uh, it's called In Insys. Insys. Mm-hmm. So is that like a ETF or is that just a no? Just, it's it's one of the stocks in the MJX ETF actually. Mm-hmm. But I had it. For so you trying to be like a little bit more aggressive? No, I just by just investing in one particular company. Yeah, yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much looking for that growth. Um, let me see any other industries. Uh, I got one energy. They're saying they're saying that uh that whole like cannabis industry is like the fastest growing market mm-hmm. currently. Mm-hmm. So I could see a lot of growth in there. Yeah, definitely like within the next twenty to twenty five years or whatever. Because right. eventually it's gonna be legal in every state. I just don't know how fast it's gonna happen. Yeah, like yeah. DC has a medical dispensaries now, mm-hmm. so it's only a matter of time before it's recreational. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, I think that's why right now, I think the safest thing would just to be bet on that ETF because mm-hmm. you don't know who's going to emerge like out of that industry. Yeah. Especially since it's new. Big like, time. A lot of these companies, they could fail. Yeah. yeah Everybody's on the same playing field right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What were you saying? I was just saying the upside potential is great. And the ETF, ETF. Is, is relatively cheap right now. Like $30. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. Hop on the wave. 
what goes up. That's uh, MJX for anybody that's interested out there. Yeah, um, I might even look into that. Yeah. But man, yeah, mainly, mainly tech right now. Gotta look into some different stuff. So to kind of summarize this all up, uh, I just wanted to say that, you know, there are differences between a dip, a crash, a correction, and, um, you know, the whole reason why we got into like our little rant there is because we want to take advantage of this correction because we know that this this dip isn't long term. And, um, you know, like Warren Buffett said, um, you know, you just want to take advantage of the, the sale or like the clearance with these stocks that are, you know, really good stocks that are currently being sold for lower. Yeah. Don't be afraid uh, when you see stocks in the red for a day or two because you could, that's. As much as it could harm you, you could look at it as an opportunity as well. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I would just say turn off the news for a minute because they're going to, you know, try and hype this situation up, you know, but that's what the news does. Like, that's their job. Whatever their agenda is. Yeah, but like a decline or correction does not cause a recession. That does not mean a recession is around the corner. And um, it's also not a sign that the economy is in any trouble. So the jobs report just came out and unemployment is at a 17-year low. Um, Hourly wages went up across industries. And um, if you're focused on the long term as an investor, corrections really, you know, they don't mean anything. They're just a natural part of the market. Mm -hmm. But if you were like a short-term investor, then you would be worried, potentially lose a lot of money. But yeah, like Dylan just said, it's a great time to pick up any uh, solid companies that you've been looking at for a bargain price? Yep. Uh, that's pretty much it for this week. See you again in two weeks. Bye.